The Lord spoke to me and told me some things. He said, you'll begin to write with a new anointing. And through the music and through the singing as you minister forth, my anointing will flow out from you. Those who believe that and receive that anointing will be healed in their body. Financial need will be met. Harmony will come to the home. The yoke of bondage will be broken because it's the anointing that breaks the yoke. I'm David Engels, and this is the Hour of Anointing. been talking about worshiping God, praising God, and waiting on the Lord. Hebrews 13, 15 tells us to offer the sacrifice of praise to God continually. That is the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to his name. As priests unto God, we no longer offer the bloody sacrifices of the Old Testament as they did that. 
We offer the spiritual sacrifices of the New Testament, but when we use our faith and we bring forth out of our being the sacrifice of praise, actually we are actually dipping it because we're dipping in the blood and, and we're holding up the blood-stained banner of our God. Praise and worship and communion are involved in our ministry to the Lord. These are three very different things. I think today that the reason we have such an emphasis on praise and such an absence of worship is because people do not understand the difference between these two types of ministry. There are so many books written about praise and so few about worship. But there's a worship to the Lord. The Bible says to praise the Lord. In fact, it says, let everything that hath breath praise the Lord. As we minister to him, we enter into his gates with thanksgiving, into his courts with praise. We are to be thankful unto him and bless his name as we would study in Psalm 100 and verse 4. I believe that we can enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. But if we wish to prostrate ourselves right at his feet, we have to know how to worship him. I guess the basic difference is that praise centers upon what God has done. Worship centers upon who he is. You know, we can thank and praise and adore human beings as well as thank and praise God. But we cannot worship any human being. We can worship only God. Why? Because only God is worthy of our worship. The word worship actually comes from an old Anglo-Saxon word, worth-sip. During the passage of years, it became worth-ship. They used to call the old English lords, your worth-ship. This word has now become worship. It just kind of, you know, began to run together. It means to ascribe worth. That's why we read in Revelation 4, Verse 11, that God is worthy. He's worthy to receive glory and honor and power. He created all things, and he created them for his pleasure. It's interesting to note that God is worthy to receive. So often, we're only interested in what we can receive from him for ourselves. David didn't say, bless me, O Lord. He said, bless the Lord, O my soul. In worship, we adore him for who he is rather than merely what he has done. Another clue to the meaning of worship is to be found in Genesis 22 where we see it first used uh, when God tested Abraham by telling him to go and offer up Isaac as a bird offering in the land of Moriah. Abraham heard God's command, arose to obey it. On the third day of his journey, Abraham saw the place of sacrifice afar off. He said to the men who accompanied him, Abide ye here with the ass, and I and the lad will go yonder and worship. We see here that worship involves giving something to God. The Bible tells us, give unto the Lord the glory due his name. So there is glory due to the name of the Lord. We're to give the glory unto him. Bring an offering and come before him. Worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. When the wise men came from the east to Jerusalem, to worship Jesus. They came into the house. They saw the young child with Mary, his mother, and fell down and worshiped him. And when they had opened their treasures, they presented unto him gifts. There was gold and frankincense and myrrh. Worship involves giving something to God because he is worthy. 
Let me mention here that there are no new revelations as such, but just the good, solid biblical truth made alive, made fresh to us by the Holy Spirit. Someone has said there's nothing new under the sun. Don't forget that everything must be in line with God's objective, His standard of truth, the written Word of God. As you and I commune with the Lord, a flow of life is established. I'm going to repeat that. As we commune with the Lord, a flow of life is established. Isaiah writes in Isaiah 40 and 31, They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary, and they shall walk and not faint. As we wait upon the Lord, there is a change or passing on of strength. If we wait upon the Lord, we shall exchange our weakness for God's strength. Exchange is better than translation of the Hebrew word shallop, meaning to change, uh, to pass on. Uh, it's, uh, it's here, here in this passage, it's used as renew. So it's better actually meaning to change. As we wait upon the Lord and commune with him, we began to absorb some of his strength. He impressed himself and his mind upon us this way. Uh, that's why the psalmist says, My soul, wait thou only upon God, for my expectation is from him. Also I wait for the Lord, my soul doth wait, and in his word do I hope. My soul waiteth for the Lord more than they watch for the morning. We need to learn to minister to the Lord in praise and worship and communion. It is as we praise him and thank him for his goodness to us that we can so easily move into worship. Just worship him, him for who he is. It's then that we worship God, we worship him, that the flow of worship moves us into his presence right before the throne of God Almighty. His presence then moves into us in a way in which we feel it and communion then is established. God's heart is stirred at that point. He begins to move upon us, pouring his blessing, his presence, revelations, heavenly goodness into our spirits as we are simply still and wait upon him, letting him minister back to us. He continues to say, minister unto me and I will minister unto you. How simply uh, each area of ministering to the Lord fits together. How exciting it is to let the Holy Spirit move through us individually to the Lord. Now that we've talked about what ministering to the Lord is, some of the concepts and content involved in that ministry, let's look at the priority that the Bible places on it. The Bible is clear that the first obligation of a Christian is ministry to the Lord. God places the priority of ministry to himself. And so here's how it is, the, the priority of it. First, minister to the Lord. Second, minister to the saints. Third, minister to the world. I'm David Ingalls, and you've been listening to the Hour of Anointing. Today's offer is my songbook, Garment of Praise. Listening friend, my God-given calling is fourfold, to write, record, publish, and evangelize. I've been writing songs based on the Pauline Revelation for more than 35 years, and most of those songs are found in this songbook entitled, Garment of Praise, the Songs of David Ingalls. Some of the songs included are, I Am Healed, 
Father, we praise you. I'm making plans to succeed. On the basis of the blood, you hold a miracle. Husband and wife, oasis of love, the name of Jesus, garment of praise, and many, many others. This songbook has lyrics and chord symbols, so it's perfect for both vocalists and instrumentalists who desire to sing and play songs of the new creation. Stay tuned for ordering information. To order today's offer and additional David Ingalls products, including music CDs and downloads, soundtracks and songbooks, call us toll-free at 1-877-34-RADIO or visit us online at diministries.org. And while you're there, check out audio archives of past programs, including today's broadcast. Our mailing address is David Ingalls Ministries, P.O. Box 1924, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74101. When writing, please include an offering for Radio Time along with the call letters of this station. Tune in weekdays at this same time for the Hour of Anointing with David Ingalls. Go free in the name of Jesus.